0: Avengers! Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Talking Smack, where we talk superheroes, movies, animation, and comics. I'm your host, Josh Scar, and joining me this week is
1: Matt. Matt, welcome back. How you doing? Yeah, glad to be here. Doing all right. How about you?
0: Can't complain. We're, we are in the throes, as we were talking about earlier. We are in the throes of the holiday season. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, we are, I believe, a week away from Christmas. So it is fun times.
1: Yep. busy.
0: Busy. We'll be right back. The Cult Worthy Podcast. Join me, Antonio Palacios, each week as I guide you through a never-ending sea of obscure cinema and cult-worthy gems that deserve a rediscovery. Find me on all listening platforms and at Cultworthy.com. The Cultworthy Podcast. Join us. And we're back. Matt and I are here to talk about Spider-Man 2 on the PS5, um, a game I believe both of us have platinum now. Yep. Just talking about improvements that the game has made compared to spider-man and spider-man remastered on the ps4 and ps5 for the remastered edition even miles morales some storyline ideas that we really enjoyed and maybe looking forward into the future is like what we want out of some dlc we're gonna break this down into like gaming mechanics side missions and side characters and then full-on story so there there are spoilers ahead so if you have played if you have not played spider-man 5 or you are in the throes of spider-man 5 and you haven't beaten the game yet and you don't want to be spoiled here's your warning i don't want to hear you bitching when we get to the fact that uh harry osborne's mom is venom and you're going to be like what the hell man
1: well especially because i mean these people are still trying to get spoiled on Spider-Man 2, and you're spoiling them on Spider-Man 5. <laughs> <laughs> I was working
0: today, and I had someone <laughs> say in one one way or another that they they were trying to buy a, a PS54, and I was like, <laughs> what? what now? Are you a Time Lord? Hey, he's back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that was
1: uh, a
0: really good special, too.
1: Yeah, new one today. I haven't seen it yet, but Anyway. That's not what we're going to talk about. Nah, but tangents are fun. But
0: um, so let's let's talk quality of life improvements over Miles Morales Spider Man Spider Man Remastered. I really enjoyed when when the trailers came out. I was like, this seems like too much. I don't know what's happening here. I can't I can't fathom this because I'm a I'm a doer. You can tell me something a thousand times, and I'm not going to really get it until I get my hands on it. And when they came out with all of these videos and promos about how the layout, the HUD, the, the way the mechanics for special moves works. I was like, what happened to my triangle and circle combo like, what, where, where are those things that are simple that I know? And those are still there, but they, they streamlined a lot of the other mechanics like suit enabled abilities that are just tied to like your L one button and triangle, whatever button on the the main pad. Uh, And then you also have like other combo buttons for like R one or gear combos with those.
1: And I like that a lot. Yeah. in the last game, if I'm remembering right, you had your just combat abilities. Then you had different gadgets you could equip to use against enemies. And then you also had each of the unlockable suits had a specific ability to, that you could equip. Even if once you unlock, you could equip it no matter what suit you were wearing. So like, I can't think of any examples specifically. Yeah, the, well, There's students, there's but... like
0: one that you could like throw electric punches and there was yeah. another one where you could do like a big web bomb in, in, in like a big circle. But the, the downside to those that in P- the PS4 games was that you could only do one at a time, like you were saying, whereas in this one you can you can link up like four at a time.
1: Yeah, they've refined it to which you now have four gadgets and four Spider-Man abilities, basically, where if you're Peter, you've got um, abilities that are generally tied to your like mechanical web, or Spider-Man arms that are sort of like um, you know, they're from the previous game. They were in one of the suits or whatever. And if you're Miles, you have his Venom abilities, and later on, as Peter, you get the other Venom abilities, like a symbiote abilities. Yeah, um, you know, as so it is a bit more. I feel like it grows on the mechanics of the first game, but it does simplify like the actual things you are juggling in a kind of interesting way. And like you were saying, then you now have this ability where, you know, you have four gadgets available to you at any time. So you can string those together along with your powers and um, kind of do some crowd control, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, it made combat a lot simpler. Like there, there are a few enemies in the original two games uh, between Miles Morales and Spider-Man PS4 that I always had trouble with. Like the, if if yeah. I had a good combo going, there were a couple guys that I they would just break my combo every time just because they were I could not figure out the rhythm to how to figure to block and keep my momentum going. Whereas with this game. There was only one enemy that really ever disrupted my flow, which was the um, the flame heavy hitter. The guy who has yeah. like the two flamethrowers like he does, like a big wide spread on. And I just I could not figure out how, what the, the method of avoiding all that was, because like I would hit m- my dodge button and I would go in a certain direction, but I'd still get hit. Like I, yeah. I, I felt like I had perfect timing every time or at least most of the time and I would still get hit. I'm like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) This There's the method to this madness.
1: Yeah, some of those guys are tricky and that's kind of where one of the things that reminds me like, you know, every, you have the three different Spider-Man abilities, sets, but they all kind of do the same things, right? Where there's, you know, an AoE attack, there's a ranged attack, there's a, you know, a big room clearing attack. A heavy hitting
0: attack, yeah. Yeah,
1: and so like, one of the things you can do is interesting combos where like, okay, I've got this Spider-Man gadget that brings a bunch of guys together and now my AOE is ready, right? So then pull a bunch of guys together and then I can slam them all at once and maybe it doesn't kill them all, but it's like, oh, I just took down a couple guys and did some big damage to other guys. It's, you know, there were, there were these kinds of like combo considerations in the, in the previous games too, but it's just a really neat way that and you don't have to do it. You can get by mostly by just punching and kicking and shooting webs or whatever, but um, the way that it sort of offers that crunchiness and depth a little bit, if you care to mess with it, is is pretty fun. Yeah, and they they brought in the
0: slingshot mechanic as well, which is something that's been missing, I think, since Spider-Man 2 or 3 on the uh, like PS2 and Xbox era games. I can't remember if the Amazing Spider-Man games had them, and I... I could, definitely could not say if Web of Shadows had it, um, which I will talk about Web of Shadows a little later. But the, there's a lot of web swinging mechanics in, in there that they really updated to, like, for some reason, uh, I'm guessing because they wanted to see what people would do with it. They also added in a slider for, like, web swinging realism. Web swinging realism. That was a really weird <laughs> emphasis there. Web swinging realism, where you could, like, make it super realistic. So you had to like be able to properly maintain momentum and uh, you had to be near a building if you wanted to attach, but you're not going to like swing too far away from the
1: building. Yeah. And there's a thing with the web swing where, and the basic mode, which is the, I think at its, I think it's maximum setting is the default, which makes it the same as the previous games. Right. Yeah. Where there, and it, it's adjust. I think that um, meter adjusts and things where, You know, if you're playing in the default mode and you're near the ground, like you're about to hit, you're about to splat in the ground and then you decide to web swing, it will like compensate where like, even if you shouldn't technically miss the ground in the arc, it'll kind of cheat it for you where I think Mm. the change in the slider maybe closes that window. So if it's at zero, you're like, if you're going to hit the ground because you hit too late, yeah, you're going to you're gonna fuck up that swing
0: it creates a proper pendulum moment momentum or swing instead of like you said kind of shortening up the web and pulling you up while you swing Um, it's really interesting and people have made some really funny videos off of it i i don't know anyone that has said it has improved their quality of play (laughs) i think it's more just look at what happens when you do this
1: yeah and i'm sure there's there are people i'm sure who are like either this feels too easy with the web swing as it is, or I want something that feels what I would consider realistic. So like, I'm sure it's for somebody, but you know, I didn't care to mess with it too much personally.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I thought the web swinging was as fun as ever. Plus adding in the web gliding, it, it was a lot of really, really good streamlining of something that was already pretty smooth and intuitive.
1: Yeah. And I, I was, I was kind of hesitant, not like in a, in a, this sucks way but like and i don't know if i'm gonna need that kind of way with the web gliding at first but then you start playing the game and it's like well the map is like so much bigger i think it's the original map and i want to say miles morales had a slightly different map i think it was maybe smaller but maybe like they it was there was different areas like harlem i don't know i don't know if harlem was in the ps4 game
0: yeah, it was Harlem's um, okay. the like northernmost uh, borough or whatever they call it in the the city, and then uh, you have like Brooklyn and Queens on the other side of the river. Yeah,
1: yeah. So they've they've they made it bigger. They've they've just generally it's a it's a huge map, and you know, the, as you mentioned, there's a river which is not easy web swinging. So like there are times when it's like I just need to get across the map really quickly, and or I need to cross the river, and it. The web uh, gliding makes that very easy, especially because I we talked a little bit about this in the um, what you do one episode right after this came out, where there are these like wind tunnels that they have built all throughout the, the map. Where you know if you're gliding normally, you know you'll go for a while, and then eventually you'll start to of move momentum because you are gliding, right? It's a it's you, a
0: controlled descent, yeah. Yeah,
1: if you find yourself in this wind tunnel, though, you will speed up, and that will keep you stable for as long as you're in it. And they're not like. Go, they don't go on forever there's like various routes and uh paths throughout and you know there's a there's a bunch going in every which way over the the rivers in the game too because there's not as much web swinging opportunity but it really is way more fun and useful than i thought it would be when i when they first announced it and i was i i used it quite a bit
0: One of the things I really enjoyed about it was that they actually updated the wings to compensate for the new suits that you would, you could equip. So like if you're wearing the black suit, it now has black wings. If you're wearing the, the original or the new enhanced suit or whatever, that's like the default suit for the game. Um, those will be like more gray and, uh, I, the, the one suit I, I pretty much always wore with my peter was the superior spider-man suit and those had the like black wings as well which like yeah. i mean there's only like three or four color patterns they needed to put in there but it's a little detail that you can appreciate because yeah, i could have yeah. easily just said oh these are all going to be white except for the 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 symbiote suit which that'll be black we can do that no yeah. problem because we just import the miles wings into it
1: yeah yeah it was uh a pretty nice touch and you know Lots like like the previous game. There are lots of cool costumes. Lots of costumes. I also don't care for. You know, basically every Insomniac original. Um, I think is I don't want to say bad. I uh, not to my taste. Maybe I'm the kind of guy who's like looking for. You know, the suits that are kind of references. that are like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, that's that's from an old issue of Spider Man, or that's from one of the movies, or a cartoon, or something. That those are the things that I'm like. You know, like I said, not that the other ones are bad, but. You know, the one that Insomniac made that looks like sort of like a Batman style suit, right? Whenever I'm looking at suits, that's never going to grab me over (laughs) the original, like the classic Spider-Man suit, if all Mm -hmm. things are equal, right? So if anyone played the way I played,
0: the last suit I unlocked was the Spider-Man Life Story suit, which is like the suit he wears in the final issue where he and Miles go into space to fight Venom one last time. Yeah, yeah. And that's not a suit I'm ever going to wear. So it's like a really, really disappointing thing to get the platinum pop, the get all suits pop and uh, complete all of the EMF.
1: Well, that's that's the weird thing about that suit in particular, because that suit is only unlocked by finishing those puzzles. Right. And you can't get that puzzle
0: until you beat the game, you
1: beat the game. And I guess most some people aren't playing like us or at least like I played and it sounds like you played where i was clearing all of these things as they came up not not necessarily where i'm like okay grind to a halt and do all this stuff first but you know before i went to the last mission or like the end the end game i didn't have anything else to do sidewise side story wise and then so this was like literally the last thing that i could do and you know so some people are probably not playing like us maybe they mainline the story and then they go back and take care of stuff so there's more mm-hmm. opportunity to use it but you know that that's that, that's one that is a fun reference but it's like you know the, the miles suit from that same story is also in the in the game and you get it much earlier mm-hmm. i never use that one either because you know it's a cool suit and it is a reference which is what i'm going to reach for over the originals but i'm reaching for other stuff first
0: i saw this really bad tweet which i know is kind of an oxymoron like they're all bad mine are all good That's true. But it's from a rando on the internet. So it's more than likely bad. But they did a a tier ranking of all the Spider-Man suits, and they their race, the racism was showing because every Miles suit was like a D or lower, and all the Peter Parker suits were like a C or higher. And like even the baseline Miles Morales suits are really good. Like those are A to S tier, in my opinion. Plus the end of the Spider-Verse suits, but the I think between the those four suits, the ba- they're all kind of the same suit. They're the red and black. All the other original suits and like reference suits that they put in there, I didn't really care for until I got the Mysterio suit, which we'll, we'll get into Mysterio a little bit later. But the Miles Morales Mysterio suits, like especially the red one, that one really popped at me. Like, I think that was maybe my third most worn suit for Miles in the game.
1: Yeah, it's a cool suit. And, you know, to, to this person's limited credit, which it sounds like maybe they don't even deserve that, it I think that is somewhat of an issue with Miles' stuff generally, not because, you know, as you mentioned, his, his normal Spider-Man suit is a banger, but that's, like, I think there's only been one time in, like, comics where he's had a different costume for any period of time. So, like, a lot of those Miles suits are originals or pulling from movies, like you mentioned, or, like, other like non-canonical stories or they're pulling from variant suits or uh, variant cover suits
0: that aren't even like actually in the story because i think the black panther suit and the uh puerto rican suit those are all just from like variant covers yeah that never actually play into the storyline within the comics and like giving the character of miles morales and his variant costumes a, a little bit of a a break he's only been in comics for like 12 13 14 years now I think he, he debuted in like 20, 2009, 2010, something like that.
1: That sounds right. And, you know, his look has been pretty consistent throughout that time. So, like, you know, I do think that of the two Spider-Men my, in the game, Miles has overall, quote-unquote, worst costumes. That's just because, and it, again, in my view, I'm going at it as the guy who's like, ooh, I want the thing that pops in the brain that is like the dopamine. Like, oh, I recognize that. Yeah, There's less of that available for Miles because he just has fewer looks where you know in with peter's case not only has been around for significantly longer there's all kinds of things it's like oh he was wearing this weird suit for an issue or he's had nine movies now in xyz and stuff
0: Mm mm-hmm I I know in the first game when I saw that they had his end of days suit, which is his like anti-sinister six armor. Like that was, that was my motivation to like get as many, whatever collectibles I needed to get, which I think that one was a story progression suit. Yeah. So I just, I kept going through the story and then I found out about like the MCU suit and like, yeah, like you said, the dopamine hit was just there for all those Peter suits. But with miles, like, yeah, you can create some cool designs, but um, especially at the, the very end of the game, which we're not getting into huge spoilers. The end of the game, they have to each have a new suit for some reason or another. And this is a really weird plot point that I, I found kind of jarring was that Miles comes flying in in his new Adidas branded suit with like bright blue, almost like neon blue.
1: That's the, the spider The spider is like, yeah,
0: and he's also wearing some like brand new Adidas and like, yeah, the suit pops pretty well. Like it doesn't look awful, but the 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 product placement and the paid promotion is so transparent. There's even like an Adidas store in the game (laughs) that you can go to. And it's just like Adidas clearly went to Sony and went, hey, we know Miles wore Jordans and into the Spider-Verse, but can he wear some Adidas in the game? And they're like, yeah, sure. Just show us the check.
1: Yeah, right. And I mean, I tell you what about that, about that costume. Miles ain't never wearing it again once I get control, (laughs) you know, like.
0: There were a couple times in the game where they made you leave a suit on. And I think that one needed to stay on for at least the first sequence going into the end of the game. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, the minute you let me change this, this is going away. And uh, I had the same thing. I I do not like the base PS4 Spider-Man suit. Like I think it's looked okay when they showed it as like an Easter egg in both Spider-Verse movies, but it's, it's too blue, which is my same complaint about the amazing Spider-Man suit. Like I think the, the, the top design is pretty cool. I like how like the spider is also the border for the red, but he has like no belt. He has, just like all blue going down to some, some slight red swooping on the toes. You need to break up that blue. Otherwise he looks like he's just wearing a wetsuit, (laughs) which like I know in Spider in amazing Spider-Man, it is literally a
1: wetsuit. Yeah. I, you know, I know a lot of people hate on that, that PS4 slash insomniac slash whatever look for a number of reasons. And, you know, you make a good case. I think it looks fine personally, but you know, generally speaking, and there were times when I would put that on, like for story missions, because usually I would find a, a, when it would come time to do a story mission, I'm not wearing like a crazy outfit. I'm changing to like one of the more standard looks is just where I mm-hmm. head's at. So I'm not like showing up looking like Dracula or whatever. <laughs> you don't want to show up as into the Spider-Verse
0: Spider-Man Noir?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, that That's for when I'm just playing around. That's for daddy time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, you know, most of the time, if I'm doing that, I'm pulling the classic suit because you give me the opportunity for Spider-Man to wear his real clothes. That's probably what I'm going to go for. You know, same. Yeah, They nailed it in 1963.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I think that's part of what I really, really liked about um, like the Spider-Man, uh, Superior Spider-Man suit is it's got that nice touch of like the red and the black from the original design. But it also is a little modern. The only thing that is like a downside to me in that suit is, in the game is that the eyes don't emote like some yeah. of the other
1: variant suits do. That's one of the reasons that I would, I would go to those suits too. Cause like, I know, you know, they've got the thing where the, the eyes move around and I would like to, be yeah. able to see that when it is relevant in the story, cutscenes, and stuff.
0: Yeah. So let, let's move into some side missions and then we'll, we'll break down the story and call it a day. I, I got to get this one out of the way because it's a mission that every, I, if I feel like most everyone except you, I remember you having a lot of fun with these missions uh, with Howard and his pigeons <laughs>
1: i don't i don't know if that's true of me but
0: i have i I have vague memories of you like posting images maybe you were saying you were like killing pigeons i don't know but those those missions were going back and playing i i started replaying the spider-man remastered before this game came out just kind of get myself back in the in the spider-man vibe because i hadn't gamed a lot this year and uh i went back to those missions and they they weren't as bad as i remember but I think someone going into those missions blind and just like how randomized those pathways are by those pigeons and how close you have to get and like how quickly you have to trigger the L2R2, it it is a little bit of a pain. Some of those, but,
1: some of them were very frustrating, I recall. I, I've, yeah, I don't think I've played it since it came out in 2018, but.
0: I, I just remember being very annoyed the first time and then coming back to it and remastered. I, I, I obviously have an idea of what I'm getting into with it, so it's. Not as annoying, but man, did the in, the guys at uh, Insomniac just like make you feel for those pigeons and Howard?
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. It is kind of funny because like one of the things that I, I realize realized about this game, about this world, is like it is a world that there is no getting around the fact that like it it is a world that operates on video game logic. Like every every villain in the game can find just an endless number of dipshits to work for them. And man, they're weird (laughs) faces that they have for some reason. And they all have like high tech military gear. And also it's a world where like you can just have a bunch of pet pigeons and Peter Parker will take that seriously and say, yeah, I will relocate them to this tree and that will be fine. (laughs) And I definitely know that they will stay there and I will treat them. I will take them as seriously as you do. Because the rules of the game say I have to.
0: As they make Howard die, and like that's the reason why you have to relocate his pigeons is because he's like, yeah, I literally have seconds to live. So take my pigeons on a tour of the city for me, and then find a nice place for them to live instead of on a dirty rooftop with me. Yeah, and I, I will admit that that did get me. I was like, oh man, no, they're not gonna kill him. Like, tell me he's just gonna like move to Florida or something. <laughs> but like, maybe moving, maybe dying is better than moving to Florida. <laughs>
1: It was, it was a sweet moment, but it was very funny that you spend a bunch of time where they're like, Oh, we got to go see this stuff. And, then I'm, and I'm like, man, Howard cares. Those pigeons don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> and like, you know, you take them to the, you take them to the park or whatever that you're going to let them loose in. They're going to fly away eventually. Like, you know, they're not going to live there forever. They're not going to build a house. And you know, it's just the conceit of the little thing, but I'm just like, all right, this is the video game logic rules in this world.
0: Yeah. I will admit, once I got over the shock of coming back, because they, they have you do some web swinging and web gliding uh, to show the the world around to the pigeons. And then uh, you got to like rush back to Howard.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm so I'm sorry. The mission is that they're following you around, right? Yeah,
0: you're you're kind of yeah. leading them. Like I, Howard does something where the, they can like follow your scent.
1: Yeah, that's that's the thing where I'm like, they would not. They're not following me around. Mm-hmm. those those pigeons don't know sh- don't know shit about following yeah. me around <laughs> yeah I think
0: I think Howard does something or Peter does something to be like yeah they, here, they can follow my scent now and we'll we'll do whatever uh, but when when you come back and find Howard or try to find Howard and he's in the ambulance I will admit that after the initial like ah damn he is dead I tried to like position myself around the ambulance to see if I couldn't see inside and be like Howard you okay <laughs>
1: I'm going to guess you couldn't.
0: No, I, it was you couldn't get in a good enough position, at least not in the, the time that I cared to try. But one thing before we get into the story that I really wanted to get into, uh, you kind of alluded to, is that this world builds off of comic book and video game logic. But one of the things that it does that I think is still pretty unique is that it allowed some of the Spider-Man villains to be rehabilitated in a way. Because there's a mission where you have to go save Tombstone, and Tombstone's like, I'm gonna go and turn myself in because I'm on parole anyway. So like, I've been kidnapped by Craven, so I'm gonna go do this. And like, they Peter and Tombstone even shake hands, and like, it, it's a really nice moment. They they do the same thing with Mysterio. They give Mysterio a really nice storyline with Miles, and uh, in the main story, there's even a, a, a redemption arc for. Uh, Martin Lee, who is Mr. Negative, the main villain of the last game.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because, um, you know, I don't know how the development of this game lines up with something like Spider-Man No Way Home, um, which was what, 2021? 2020? Uh, no Way Home
0: was 2021.
1: Yeah, and you know, that movie is all about that, in a, in a way, like where the whole hmm. thing is you know, everything that happens is because Peter Parker is dead set on like, you know, saving these villains and like them maybe just generally, not totally, you know, they've, they all have their big fight at the end, right? But are sort of coming around in this idea that, oh, you know, this guy's putting his neck on the line for us, even though we did, we don't even know this dude. So it is interesting that to see this in Spider-Man 2, where with Mysterio, you know, because in the, in the world of the, sony games spider-man's been active for a long time right so mysterio is like also has done his time and now he's out doing this business venture which relates to this mystical magical vr thing that you beat up guys in um but then he's got his whole story about you know is he using this to break bad again or is he not and then as you alluded to he it turns out he's he's fine so that is an interesting thing. And without getting into it too far, like you mentioned, Martin Lee, a lot of the other stuff in the main story, aside from Craven, is about, you know, we have to save our, these people, save our friends and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was interesting to note. And I, you know, I don't know that there's an, I don't know if there's parallel thinking there. They are both Sony, but it was a thing I noticed that I was like, oh, that's You know, not a thing that is unlike Spider-Man, but it is not like the stock Spider-Man story you see. So it's not necessarily like there's this huge well of, oh, he always tries to redeem the the bad guy that they could pull from. Like it, you know, like Uncle Ben or something. Right.
0: I am curious that if if they had the comic book mentality of this, where like this is going to be going for another hundred years, maybe they wouldn't have these redemption arcs or uh, allow them to have these moments, but because it's a a different kind of production where people are going to age out of the roles. You can only tell so many stories in this medium with this character. Maybe they're like, let's give Peter some victories instead of it just being a bunch of losses with like one big victory that eventually comes back at him
1: anyway. Well, yeah. And, you know, assuming that they're going to make a Spider-Man four or three rather maybe a a fourth game that is like an integral like miles was which i I would be all for because uh there's a character that they tease at the end that i'm very
0: interested to see how they implement into the game yeah
1: i mean you can always say oh well actually tombstone decided to be a bad guy again you know if you really Mm -hmm. want to
0: and that's, that's always a possibility but i think they did a really great job of making you feel like these rehabilitated villains were actually trying to be on the up and up like they even go out of their way to show that Tombstone like helps someone who tips out of a, a go-kart in Coney Island. And yeah. you have a really great moment with Mysterio uh, at the end of that mission thread with Miles where Miles is like, hey, can I start telling everyone that Mysterio is a good guy now? And even Quentin Beck is like, everyone's always going to view Mysterio as a bad guy. All I can do is be Quentin Beck. Yeah. And I'm like, really good stuff. That's good stuff.
1: Yeah, that's and that you hate to see it out of my man bode from Jedi Survivor, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I still need to play that, too. Oh, OK, then I'm glad I didn't say anything else. <laughs> were there any like side activities that you particularly thought were interesting or. That you, um, that, the that spider back
0: collecting, I think that was probably my favorite one, because I think that was like the most out there conclusion that they came up with because.
1: Yeah, the weirdest thing, and I, I did it because I was like having fun at doing them. And you know, the way the way it works, they'll they'll pulsate at you, so you know when you are nearby, and it's easy to zip over and grab it when you are swimming with something else. That, but when I, when they were like, "You found them all. Here is the phone call telling you to go to this place to see the cutscene that ends the thing," I was not in a million fucking years <laughs> expecting what they what they do with that.
0: I wasn't either. I think I remember being really weirded out because weirded out is a, a vague term, um, but I was just like, where are they going with this? Because all of these little Spider-Bot collectibles are like, oh, here's all the variant suits from the first game. And here's a couple of villains from the first game. Here's Rhino. Here's Black Cat. Now we're getting into like, here's Spider-Gwen. Here's spider-man 2099 miguel o'hara and here's all these other characters that are more tied to like spider verse or just like the comics and i'm like what is happening here and then you get the the calls from Genki, and he's like oh the calls are coming from space i think we need to figure out like how to minimize where these calls are coming from or where the these spider bots are coming from and the signal they're dispersing and at the end of it you find out that there's Some lady at a bar who uh, is in the Spider Verse. Like they they do a great job of translating that Spider Verse animation into
1: this moment. Yeah, it's one of the portals from Spider Verse opens and she's like, Yeah, give me my Spider Bots back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I messaged Alex as soon as I finished that storyline because, or collecting Collectible Hunt, Um, I messaged him and was like, Hey, in case you were wondering, Spider Man 2 PS5 is pre across the spider verse (laughs) because Peter doesn't know who Miguel is. So therefore it happened. He meets Miguel after the events of this game.
1: Yeah. Because that's important. Even though he did, he did join spider geddon in the comics. So he should know about multiverse stuff already. Anyway, (laughs) maybe he does. He just doesn't know about Miguel yet. Yeah, that could be, that could be, um, it was, you know, I, I, not in a million years is maybe too strong, but I was like, <clears throat> wow, I just, you know, it was not a thing I was expecting them to reference this other movie outside of like the sort of not quote unquote non canon things like the suits and things like that. I, so I was like really taken aback by it in a good way. My understanding Same. is that that woman is like a character who was in a scene or two in Across the Spider Verse and was cut for some reason. So it's like a thing that they built as like a specific reference and then it (laughs) didn't end up in movie,
0: which i'm fine with i think it makes it makes it all the more mysterious and maybe they'll bring it up in uh beyond the spider-verse when we get that in like 10 years yeah but yeah that that was my favorite side mission are you saying that was yours
1: too i i liked it i don't know if it was like a one that i would call a favorite just because it was such like a diversion more than anything Mm. um i liked the you know, people did rag on them, but I, I thought that the little um, EDF puzzles were a nice change of pace, even though that's another place where it's like a very funny video game world thing where they're like, hey, Peter, thanks for joining our um, foundation. We already have a dozen little VR things waiting for you, and they're all on really high rooftops
0: <laughs> that only someone who could possibly be Spider-Man can get to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but we're we, not going think too hard about it. They're all already with personalized messages and asking you to do specific things. But, you know, they were... The, 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 the cool thing about the side missions I found was um, none of them really felt like they overstayed their welcome.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're they like, definitely
1: minimized that. Even, even not trying to, like, mainline them all much, right? If I was, like, focusing on doing them around other activities or between story missions, they kind of came in phases where none of them like the Sandman stuff. That's at the very beginning of the game. By the time I got to the end, I hadn't touched that stuff for a dozen hours because there's not that many of them. Like Mm -hmm. almost, there's a lot of different side side activities. They are all like between like five and 10 of them. And they all take maybe a few minutes each. So that was something I really appreciated where it was like, okay, I'm, I'm getting, I'm clearing these out and I'm feeling like, like I'm accomplishing things, even though, and they're not, what we're saying, they're welcome. Like I said, so that was a, that was a cool thing. S-
0: speaking of the Sandman uh, side mission, I, I did like those because it, the, there were only a handful or yeah, there, there were like 12, I think of those as well. Yeah. Um, it, But only like one or two of them were in certain areas where there is no like real environmental help. but a lot of those you could like break a pipe and you can lure a bunch of the Sandman minions into the, the water and they would just dissolve or like they're on a rooftop with some fans that you could have them stand on and they just get blown away. And I really liked the idea of environmental assistance slash storytelling where like you can assess your surroundings and use that to your advantage with these with certain enemies, especially the Sandman people. I I like that one a lot uh, just because I I didn't really care too much about the story just because uh, one of the things I mentioned about this game from my brief experience with it, when we were doing what you're doing is that it felt like they were taking parts of like Spider-Man three and amazing Spider-Man two and some of the other lesser known things like what web of shadows. It, It felt like they were just kind of mashing them all together into being something really, really good instead of just like, maybe really good or above average in the case of spider-man 3 to really bad with like amazing spider-man 2
1: there are some insane pulls that this game does like when we when we get into the story more that i was like i would not have expected this for this story and they're not like huge things but they're like oh you're referencing that thing that i would not have expected you to be doing that
0: hmm. Yeah. In, in this case, they're, they're just doing the, the Sandman is not really a bad guy thing yeah. that has become a thing since Spider-Man three,
1: which is in line, which is also in line with the thing that we were just talking about, too. Right. That I had forgotten about because it's been so long since I did any that stuff. But the whole thing is that he is re- also reformed and it gets pulled back mm-hmm. into it because of his daughter, which is, you know, from Spider-Man three.
0: Yeah. But let's let's get into the story because we, we've only got about 20 some minutes before we hit that hour mark that we try to re- restrain ourselves to. Um, so we talked about the the intro to the game and what you're doing with this epic Sandman battle. Uh, I think that's maybe one of my favorite tutorial levels ever. Yeah, it's it's, it's very extraordinarily cool cinematic. They do a great job of setting up your abilities that you can use throughout the game. And the only downside I have is the same thing I said when we were doing What You're Doing. Uh, it's a long, you, you go from Miles School to across the river into Uptown or Downtown New York in the Financial District. And I'm swinging swinging and miles is just gliding next to me (laughs) and like, can I glide please? I want to glide. And the game's like, not yet, not yet, but like, why can miles do it? And then finally, like Peter gets blown back in a, a sequence and, uh, They're like, Oh, I hope this works time to bust out the new equipment. And he does the web wings. And it's supposed to be this like big, like cinematic moment. I'm like, yeah, Miles was doing that. This is impressive. Miles.
1: Miles said something like, Oh, wow. That you, you did them or something like, yeah, you're obviously, thank God they work. (laughs) You're obviously not supposed to see that stuff where it's like, okay, he has, he's supposed to be behind the player. And the mm-hmm. camera can't see the trick that we're doing, where we have him in this animation, so it keeps up with you or something.
0: Yeah, and it, it, that, that just—it took me out of that moment because I'm like, yeah, okay, it's supposed to be this big, like whoo-hoo moment with the web wings, kind of like when Peter unveils them in uh, Homecoming, when he's trying to get into the uh, the Washington Monument. But yeah, that that moment was kind of completely ruined for me in that moment, <laughs> but in that battle with Sandman. But overall, I, I still love that opening sequence. Like that—that that was. Easily uh, uh, one of the best opening sequences and like tutorial sequences I've ever played. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, But then with the story, we quickly jump from Peter losing his job at miles school, which I think that was a really great stuff too, where miles is like, I have to go to the bathroom, Mr. Parker, I really need your help to Peter getting fired. And then Harry shows up out of nowhere and uh, offers Pete a job to be like co-CEO
1: of a charitable
0: foundation to like make the
1: world a better place yeah it's like it's like the like platonic ideal of a of like a, a think tank where people just go and do do science to help the world where there's like a yeah mm-hmm. and it's it's very funny because when you're walking around the building and the mission where they introduce it to you it is like there's robot wing there's <laughs> insect wing and it's just very there's funny save the bees going. wing yeah, yeah.
0: Um, the one thing I did forget to mention is that there's a a prologue where that this is where I really, the game really kind of took me out of it. I talked a little bit about it and what you do and where Norman Osborn just like kind of hands off the symbiote to Harry. And then they like put Harry in the tank that we see him at, at the end of Spider-Man PS4. But like, why was Norman just hanging out with a symbiote and why doesn't he know about any of the bad effects of it? Like where I want to know that connection.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess you could just chalk it up to that's when they found it he didn't really wear it i don't know but like he just
0: he it literally slides off him onto harry so like that i talked about it in what you're doing where like maybe they're trying to do a misdirect and norman's going to be venom which spoiler alert that's not the case i just think like it, there's an easy fix of like norman and harry have this heart to heart they dunk harry in the tank and then you just have them like press a a tube against the the glass and insert the symbiote and the symbiote attaches to harry like Uh, just same thing different scenario like you just make it a little bit more cohesive in the sense of like you're removing questions
1: it is interesting insofar as like obviously they didn't have this game written or mapped out when spider-man ps4 was made right and who knows if they were going to be able to make another one so they're just like throwing stuff at the wall but like with what is in this game i don't know why the man had to be in a tube for several years, right? Because apparently, <laughs> like, you put the thing on and you're just cured. So mm-hmm. like, it should be a thing where he like, puts it on and suddenly he's like, Oh, I'm fine. And then I feel two deep. years, two years earlier than what happens, he goes berserk and tries to take over the world. Um, <laughs> but so it is kind of funny that they would just like, put him in a tank for several years for no reason. <laughs>
0: yeah i that that also again raises more questions like maybe they could have added in a line of like because this is experimental we need to do this and see how it affects you but that that's neither here nor there in the the overall story of the mission of the the game um but harry comes back he's all happy and eerily in good spirits and healthy you get some good flashbacks he eventually realizes that the suit is like responding to him and he ends up becoming agent venom, which I thought was a really nice touch because they're probably never going to do anything with flash Thompson in the game. Well, that's one of the, that's
1: one of the weird, that's one of the wild pulls where I'm like, Oh, you're art. You're like jumping to like references. Like his suit just looks like that suit from that period of the comics. I'm like, okay, that that's a pull. I was not expecting from this game, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And uh, there's,
0: minor continuity error where after their first mission together, the suit responds to Peter. They like do a fist bump and the suit starts doing like a, a Spider-Man logo, which I thought that looked pretty, pretty nice for what like simplistic Harry thing, but then it never shows up on Harry again. Hmm. And I'm like, where, where's that? Cause I bump, you bump into him once he becomes agent venom. And uh cause you can run into other spider people, Miles or Peter as you're, uh traversing the city and you could just happen upon a an an occurrence where they're fighting some bad guys and you can help them out.
1: Oh. Which I, I love the team up moves on that as well. Yeah, I um you know there was a period where once once I realized I didn't need to do the crimes for completion, I kind of stopped doing them. Mm-hmm. So I saw some Miles ones, but I didn't realize that Harry was one that could jump in because I probably didn't do a single crime once <laughs> Once that happened.
0: Yeah, I, I I still did it just because it was a way to break up the web swinging. And I think they they did get a little bit of like programming into me uh, from the first game where I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll be a good hero.
1: Yeah, I probably did a couple of them. But like for the most part, I really I really was hitting them hard early on where I was jumping at each one. Um, and some of that was because in the first one, they were like, you have to do X number of crimes to finish... Mm -hmm. the district and
0: and certain kinds of crimes too like you have to stop so many break-ins you have to stop so many armed robberies and all that and like yeah i'm glad they got rid of that being like an essential part of clearing up the city and is just more environmental storytelling and you can team up with the other spider people but yeah them no longer being requirements to 100 percent the game was a very nice touch
1: yeah, and it was and it's it's nice for it being there because it's like a, a boost in experience. And I think they give you some currents, like some of the various tokens you get, too. And the combat is just fun. So if you're feeling that. But mm-hmm.
0: yeah, very I intuitive. found I
1: always had other stuff to do that was also progressing my various meters in the game, you know?
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. But eventually Peter gets stabbed by Craven and actually dies, which was surprising. And then the symbiote jumps from Harry to Peter and then we get the black suit saga. Peter becomes a dick's, oh a, a really big dick over time. In this case, the course of like two days. In a nice twist, instead of it being Peter in the church tower and everything, uh, it's Peter has a, a fight with Miles that you kind of flip flop between throughout the story of it. There, there's a whole Craven thing that I think well, maybe we'll we'll kind of gloss over the Craven stuff because. The Venom stuff is kind of the the main heart of the story, but the the Symbiote story, where I've made the comparison to Web of Shadows. Once you hit the the crux of that, it pretty much becomes Spider Man Web of Shadows because instead of it being a a faceless endless army of Craven goons and the Flame goons, it's just a bunch of Symbiotes taking over the city, and there's even like giant Symbiote towers that are nests, and yeah. it. It's like, okay, <laughs> there are too many symbiotes here. You're already overdoing it and I do not want carnage.
1: Well, and here's the thing about that is that um, I don't know how how up you are on like Venom specific comics. It's so funny to me, like how they're just like pulling so many things. And most of it's just like riffing on like ideas. Like Craven's whole thing is Craven's Last Hunt, which is like a seminal story uh from spider-man in the 80s where he is dying and he's like his his last prey is going to be spider-man and or like it's been a long time since i read it so like there's a whole thing where he buries peter and like becomes spider-man himself for a while and then it, it's a whole thing but like the thing where he knows he's dying and he's like i gotta find the guy who like can best me and beat me is like it's craven's last hunt. i'm like okay that's your first <laughs> that's your first Graven story is like the last, not the last one. Cause he's still around, but you know, a, a thing that comes 20 years after he's been a factor in these comics. Mm-hmm. And then a- you're immediately jumping to riffing on the ancient venom stuff. And like later in the game, we're riffing on the anti-venom stuff and the stuff where there's this weird spiral symbol that is all over the place of the symbiotes and all the, the, um, Henchman symbiotes have that on their face is like fully pulled from like the symbiote God that they did in the venom comics a couple of years ago where there's the dude who's like, Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm the person who created the symbiotes and I'm like evil and I'm going to come take over the world. Yeah. Uh, isn't it? null or no, no, the king in black. Yeah. So like, who's also the, they retconned
0: uh, the necro sword uh, from Gore the God butcher. It was like, his sword or
1: something like that. I think, I don't know how much, I think, I think it's a mild retcon, but I think some of the Jason Aaron stuff is somewhat contemporaneous with that venom run. So I think there's maybe some of mm-hmm. Jason Aaron, like, yeah, you can have this. Here's an idea that you can take Um, possibly, but yeah, basically there's like, there's a, so many, you know, there's a scene where, there's a boss fight where Mary Jane is infected with a symbiote and she is Scream, who is like, you know, after Carnage hits in the nineties and becomes huge, there's a bunch of other and symbiotes who are and Scream is one of them. She's she's the girl one who's got the crazy hair. And like that's they just put her in a fucking video game. <laughs> <laughs> um you know, I don't think she's Mary Jane in the comics, but it is a thing where it's like, Oh, alright, you're you're taking some you're just really mining either yeah, they're, they're going all half.
0: in for it which like I'm I'm fine with them going with like we're going to set up a carnage DLC by allowing venom to create scream in mary jane like we'll say that he has a connection to uh mary jane which is why he's able to infect her with the symbiote so quickly when we're going just like full bore like symbiote takeover nests and the, the civilian population is getting they're all like they're all becoming symbiotes or mindless whatevers, uh, symbiote drones, and the the city is being overtaken by these nests that are like branching onto buildings and creating a like really gross The Last of Us kind of vibe. It I feel like that's a a bridge
1: too far for these kind of games. Well, I mean that's that's the video game logic, right? Because once I think the way these games operate, and this is kind of true of. The previous two is whoever the main bad guy is at the moment has to have an army of dipshits that you can find in the world and fight and like have some kind of base or whatever right so for most of the game it's Craven. Mysterio has his own little things that are related to his story Cletus fucking Cassidy who's also in this game has his own thing and then once it becomes Venom once it's like the main threat is Venom that you know they have to divine a reason that you're not you have to have guys to fight, right? Because otherwise, mm-hmm. who are the underlings of the main villain? Yeah, because if it's an open world game and you're going to go out and fight guys, you it know, needs to feel like it
0: has an impact.
1: Yeah, and you, need, yeah, you're not going to fight Venom right away. So like you know, I, I'm, I don't disagree with you, but I also, it's also one of those weird things where they're like, oh yeah, this is a video game world where like literally any guy who has a name from Marvel Comics also has you know, 30 identical guys in one base (laughs) that are willing to get kicked off a roof for him.
0: Yeah. And I, I fully understand that. It's just maybe, maybe because I was playing the remastered Spider-Man so recently, it just, it was feeling a little bit more of a grind by the end of the game. Sure. Uh, instead of feeling more like, Oh, symbiote underlings and, faceless goons this is interesting and cool but it also again gave me vibes of spider-man web of shadows which is basically an entire game made up of the last third of this game right where everyone's a symbiote and you're you get to switch between the suit and you can choose what abilities you have and it's one of the few spider-man games that has like alternate endings which like i remember the dark ending for that one ends up with like a venomized Wolverine who previously had been cut in half by Venom (laughs) or Spider-Man. I don't remember. Uh, Oh no. You can choose to, if you're the symbiote as Spider-Man, you can choose to like rip Wolverine in half. And (laughs) then you get like, that's pretty much like your path down the dark ending, but it's, it's a wild game. I, I honestly thought it was a lot of fun, but it is kind of a lot of this where it's, you're just fighting a bunch of the same symbiotes over and over again yeah Um, i did think the nests were a nice touch where you it's a timed event and it's just a horde mode but it didn't feel like it had a big impact on anything other than oh now the giant tower in the middle of the city is gone
1: yeah and those ones honestly you know uh, those were the ones that and some of this is because i knew i was getting close to the end of the game but those show up so late because like the thing that you're talking about where venom is like I'm I'm here I definitely have like a whole thing that's going on with the city. It happens pretty late and like the Ven- the venom ne- the symbiotes or whatever they're called show up like really late in the game, which is another thing that I was talking about where like these side side things kind of come in phases where up till the end of the game they're introducing new things. Anyway, that was a thing where I was like my most okay, I've got all these. I'm going to do them right now cuz like Mm -hmm. I'm ready to like see what happens and I want everything done. And they were like, they were not difficult for the most part. I lost, I had to retry a couple of them, but they were, that was the point (laughs) where I was like, I'm getting, it's getting tedious, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe some of that was because I didn't have anything else to do, but those things. Yeah. But it was the thing where I was like, okay, nine of 10 or whatever. I'm like, okay, I'm ready for these motherfuckers to be done.
0: (laughs) Clawing at the spot or whatever. You just reminded me that I, I actually broke the game in one point uh, with these nests because um, you I think you. there's eight of them or nine of them. Something like uh, you that, get yeah. you get five unlocked right away once you get to the point where Harry is venom and then the other four unlock after you do the next mission. So I, I want to knock out the the first five that came my way and there's one that's under like a bridge. Yeah. And it's a, a two minute one where you have to hold off two hearts from the the symbiotes and I literally got to zero seconds with like one bit of health and I got hit by a projectile as the timer ran out and the game just blacked out it's like I don't know what to do (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you won I don't know if you lost I'm just not going to do anything I at a black screen so I had to restart and do that one over again but like you just reminded me of that it's just like okay that that sucks but at least the game's not
1: broken yeah, uh, but, you know, and it's also so funny to me that, like, I, I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but the thing where they're just pulling all these weird things, you know, they're doing the Harry Osborn Green Goblin stuff by way of Venom, which is like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a thing where they're like really pulling in a lot of references and remixing them, which is like mm-hmm. what a lot of movies do, too. But but this is done
0: in such a way that like it's it's like they went, let's do Spider-Man, too, but let's try and do it better. Or yeah. Amazing Spider-Man too, because Harry needs the symbiote back, but Peter won't give him the symbiote because it's dangerous, and he's not sure what it's going to do now that it's been like fully activated with him. If he gives it to Harry, so like there, there's instead of it being like, "Hey, Peter, give me your blood to heal me," it's give me this alien sludge that will heal me, but we don't know what else it will do at this point. So like. it it does a better job, but the idea that I don't know why they keep having to go like, Oh, Harry has this incurable disease that is going to eventually kill him by the end of the week, unless he gets help from Peter.
1: Yeah. Well, and some of that too is like, yeah, I mean, I don't, I I really don't know if they're like intentionally pulling from these old, these previous remixes. It seems like they, or if it's just a thing where it's in the consciousness, right. where, whatever um, because some of the stuff with harry in the comics is that he's not dying of an incurable disease but he's like hopelessly addicted to drugs right so mm-hmm. there's like a health element arguably in some of the old stan and john Romita comics
0: i wonder if that's just a way to make him more um not relatable what's the word empathetic
1: maybe a bit yeah and i think as a way to and you know i'm, I'm mixing my metaphors a bit here because i think that the drug stuff comes way earlier than the actual green goblin stuff so it is you know so i think that is a thing where here's here's a, a classic story where he's got this major health issue that makes him sort of vulnerable and empathetic but also maybe we don't want him to be taking pills all the time or something
0: mm-hmm.
1: even though that is like you know the, the best line of the game where your computer tells Harry to pop some more pills I like the I'm all out of honey line
0: when the, the first like giant bear guy shows up from Craven's <laughs> flock. He's like, I have something to tell you. I'm all out of honey. <laughs> I, I think Yuri Lowenthal knocked it out of the park with that one.
1: Yuri Lowenthal is really good as Spider-Man. Although my my favorite thing in the entire game is when he, and you know, you can chop it up to adrenaline or the situation or whatever, but he gets into... He gets the suit after he gets stabbed, and he's immediately in, like, monster voice mode. And he's like, <laughs> Yes! I'm gonna kill you all! <sighs> mm-hmm. I'm like, man, you, this is supposed to be an arc. You're supposed to... <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that, that's kind of where I, f- I felt uh, with the game, because, I mean, it, it feels like it, it takes place over the course of, like, a day, but it's really supposed to be, like, four or five days. But even then, like... Which is even
1: still funny when you think about it, because, like, Her- Peter gets... a dream job and then like the next night oh the building burned down because mercenaries (laughs) destroyed it. yeah
0: and it's but it it is a fun game and i think this i think the story is a little bit more of a slog in this one um just because so much of it is establishing the relationship peter has with the people around him so they can they can kind of break it down once he gets the symbiote yeah and he gets the symbiote probably about halfway through the game and then the last third of the game is venom and anti-venom. I'm not going to get it. I don't think we need to get into the details of like how anti- anti-venom comes out. I think that's an important plot detail that we can leave for a surprise for people. But how did you feel about anti-venom showing up? Because I, I, I remember, I think I have the comic where anti-venom makes his debut where Eddie Brock is, like, being tormented by Mac Gargan, I believe. And Mac Gargan as Venom is taunting him and being like, don't you want this back? Don't you want this power back? And Eddie's a reformed cancer survivor. And he's like, no, I don't want it. And he's, like, finally breaks. And this, like, white slush comes out of him. And he can, like, harm Venom. And he's like, just stay away from me. And it's gone on to become even crazier. Yeah. The idea that. Peter is now like the anti-venom because he was fully enveloped with a symbiote and something happened that reversed the the negative emotion to become a positive emotion and now he's anti-venom. Like, how did you feel about that?
1: It was um, maybe a little silly as a way to get there. Also, again, you know, thinking about it as like this world that operates on video game logic, it makes sense to me that they were like, okay, well, you know, we have this power set we put a bunch of time into building mm-hmm. and like letting you use. We don't want to take that away after five hours, right? So, what's a way we can get that back to the player? So that makes sense. Where it's like, okay, here's a here's a thing we can pull from the comics that sort of works. That is still sort of symbiote-ish, even though it is not a symbiote, and you can still do the thing where all the spikes come out of you and you can make a big <laughs> ball and stuff. So it was a thing where I was like, sort of. Ex- Expecting it something like that just because. I didn't see how else they were going to be able to like make, not take that away from the player.
0: Mm -hmm. That's a really great point. Yeah,
1: but it was like it was a bit silly. Where it's like, oh yeah, by the way, it's just in your blood now. There's no getting around it. Sorry, buddy. Like.
0: And and that's, that's kind of where they lost me is that it's just permanently a part of Peter now. And like, what are you going to do in the next game if you decide you don't want to do the the symbiote thing anymore? Or like, is, is the white and black suit Peter's permanent suit now? Right. Or are they just going to say like, he has the ability to alter it? Because like one of the things the symbiote famously could do, at least in the animated series, I don't know if they ever made it a thing in the comics is the suit, could alter to become like the red and blue suit or it could become the black and white suit and anything in between
1: well they they just wrote that here too there's the scene where there's like the sequence where you're like infiltrating the mansion or whatever and you like pose as a um a server yeah a server and like he's he's wearing his black suit and then it becomes like a regular suit Mm -hmm. and you know obviously they let you switch suits still in the game you're not like locked into those suits once you have them um so I think there will be some I would be surprised because you know we can get into it or we cannot they they gesture at a third spider person
0: I, I let's get into the the talking smack ratings like I would I would say this is a must play I think this is a game of the year contender if you're a fan of Spider-Man in general uh, I think this is arguably the best Spider-Man game they've made so far. I think the, the biggest arguments could be made for Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and this in any order.
1: Yeah, I don't disagree. I don't know that I... It's a thing where I gave it like a qualified recommendation because if you like the previous games, you will undoubtedly find more of the same, which is good, right? If if the, If for whatever reason Spider-Man PS4 or Miles Morales left you cold, like you're like, this sucks... I don't think this wins you over, right? So it's
0: that's true. And if you are coming into this with a really bad attitude, like there is one mission in particular where you are uh, doing some spray painting that might drive you insane because it yeah. was getting me pretty close to. Yes,
1: yeah, so like you know, must must play if you like the previous games, and in which case you probably already have the simulator anyway, right? So it's like mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So take that for what it's worth. But if you hate yeah, the fair previous point. games, you are not gonna you are not gonna be sold on these. I don't think.
0: So there there's uh is was this a post credits or was this no the post credits was the
1: the green goblin scene I, so I think there's two of them right I think there's Yeah I think, I think this was those. the mid credits Yeah where
0: um Miles is now dating his presumed girlfriend for, through most of the game is the the deaf girl from the Miles Morales game which I forget I'm Haley Hale, Yeah Haley, Haley. Yeah. um they're now an item and uh they allude to uh Rio his mom dating again and so miles throughout the game is kind of struggling with college admissions plus his mom now dating again and he's like i'm just gonna be spider-man for a while and now he, after the events of the game he's like i'm gonna be a good son and meet my mom's new boyfriend and he shows up and he has a daughter and her name is cindy mm-hmm. and we had a great talk about her a while ago when we were talking about spider-verse
1: yeah i mean that's she's a. Uh... Very heavily implied to be Cindy Moon, a.k.a. Silk, a.k.a. from the comics. There's a we don't have time to get into it. There's a whole thing where (laughs) she was also bitten by the same spider as Peter.
0: Either watch her TikTok or go back and listen to the Spider-Verse episode. We'll we'll break it all down there for you if you need a backstory on Cindy Moon.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, you know, sort of and it's sort of. The same way that. I think it was the post-credits scene of PS4 Spider-Man is like, oh, by the way, Miles has spider powers now. Setting up, mm-hmm. oh, there's a new spider person, um, which was later paid off in the next couple of games, would imply something similar down the line. Although, you know, the way the way this game leaves it is Peter is not going to be Spider-Man for a while, or like heavily implied, like, hey, I need to like... I need He's going to do gonna shift Parker. down
0: into like a part-time Spider-Man instead of... Kind yeah. of a, a full-time Peter, full-time Spider-Man. Yeah, or like blend more as of a,
1: best he can. More of a mentor role or something like that. So it's mm-hmm. like it could be a thing where like Spider-Man Three or whatever they call it is Miles and Cindy Moon or back to just Miles or whatever. Right. So mm-hmm. TBD, but it is, but it does seem to imply theoretically another playable Spider person in the next game, assuming they make it. Which you know this game sold like crazy, so they will make it.
0: Yeah, but I'm I'm very interested in how they're going to work Cindy into this whole universe because she seems to be miles age. So the idea that she's bit by the same spider as Peter is a little off because, among other things, she would have been a baby at the very least when he right. got bit um, or toddler. But it also leads open some very interesting doors because they very clearly set up green goblin for the next game, or at least for the next like mainline game where Peter Parker will be a playable character again. If they do another in between, I wouldn't be totally surprised if they try to do an adaptation of the spider verse comic, because I don't know why else you bring in Cindy. I don't, there's not a whole lot to do with her in the comics other than her being the quote-unquote the bride well the spider-man comics i don't know
1: that that's i mean that that is perhaps true at the start but she you know she precedes spider-verse by i don't know if it's even a full year of comics and i'm sure when dan slot creates her he has spider-verse in mind because it's like it all kind of happens very quickly in this like one or two year period like immediately we talked about this in the spider-verse episode but like spider-verse is like the biggest spider-man event that happens like almost immediately before secret wars in 2015 and like so you know he's i think he's probably got that in mind when he creates her but she has gone on to like not not to the degree that miles or even spider gwen has but she has had her own successive run of comics and like now it's mostly just like a mini series every year or so um so i mean you know she doesn't have like a bunch of costumes you can pull but i think you might be onto something there but i think you can just have her be
0: Uh, the new spider person in training but like even even that prospect i think is fun because one of the things they do so well in these games is they do make the web swinging mechanic Feel different for each spider person Like Miles moves in a different way than Peter Does yeah so if And when Cindy gets spider Powers like I'm very curious to see how They adapt her movements And how her skill set Affects the world as well
1: yeah And I mean you know who knows they could be doing A big spider verse thing which I also would not be Surprised because one of the Things that movie does is Like make multiverse stuff like Sort of a, a big Part of of spider-man now where like lots of stories there there've been several spider-verse stories there's lots of things that are like spider-man's jump through the multiverse again so i wouldn't be surprised either if the games decided to do that especially because you know they just did venom which is like a big deal so how do you re- how do you up one up on that i don't know how you tie that in with like green goblin and dr Octopus is implied but
0: true yeah, because Sony can't not do the Sinister Six either. So, you know, there seems like they're always building towards a new Sinister Six idea.
1: Yeah. And I mean, who knows, right? Because, like, it is very funny that just the way that these things kind of come out and the way it remixes things. You know, this is a Spider-Man who has been around for a decade and has fought Mysterio and the Wizard and all these other guys, but never the Green Goblin. <laughs> Never dock until a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. um Just very funny that the way these things all shake out.
0: Yeah, that's that's a great point too. But again, video game logic and yeah, (laughs) yeah. I'm 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 really excited. Like to the your point, like the one thing that really has had my mind since finishing this game is what do they do in a third one to make the environment more interesting? Like they can make it bigger, they can expand further. You can like maybe go. To the the west side of new york and instead of just going to like the boroughs on the right uh maybe make ellis island a place but like if you go into a spider-verse kind of scenario you can with the the capabilities that the ps5 offers like maybe you could do two maybe even three different styles of new
1: york that's true yeah you could do different different maps and stuff yeah
0: exactly like the the maps could largely be the same but the environments could be slightly different because you're in a different universe so i wonder if maybe that's kind of what they're playing with where at some point in the game you can set like the time of day you want and the weather you want so i'm I'm wondering like how much further is the next step into reskinning new york right and like how how does that work
1: yeah i mean theoretically that is entirely something you can do because you know there is a certain point where I think, you know, how big is too big, right? Where maybe it becomes a question of, you know, we're not going to keep making this this one map huger and huger and huger until it is like the continent of the United States or whatever, the, the state of New York. But we are going to put two or three or even four smaller maps together that you can jump around between. And that's that's how we're like sort of mm-hmm. selling you the, the bigger world, which is something that it would be very... It'd actually be very funny because I, I don't recall if I got into this in the Spider-Verse episode, but Spider-Verse sort of Genesis is in this video game called Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions, mm-hmm. which Dan Slott wrote for like he wrote it and he's like, that's, uh, I should do a comic like this. And the whole idea is that there's like four different multiversal Spider-Men who are like, they're not inter- interacting, but they are doing things that are like, Oh, we all have to save the world. We have to do it together by doing things in our own world. So you're switching between no- noir and, 2099 regular spider-man and stuff it would be very funny full circle kind of moment if they were like yeah now our biggest spider-man game ever is basically just spider-man shadow dimensions on steroids
0: (laughs) that's a great point but i've now set my expectation and if it's not met i'm going to be very upset yeah as is the way on the internet (laughs) all right well let's get out of here we are way over on time but uh it's been a great conversation and uh this has been one i've been looking forward to i've been trying to figure out how we can do it but uh matt you you just kind of came out and said like i'm ready to talk about it whenever so yeah yeah i'm always uh, happy
1: to chat about this kind of thing
0: (laughs) we we have done it so in in the meantime matt please let everyone know about our discord
1: yeah. Our, uh, we have a discord. It is, do we, do people need to be invited or is there just a link? They can there, follow? There's
0: a link in there's an invitation link in the episode. You basically just need to click on join our discord that I think Great. discord is the link.
1: You should do it. You should join us conversations just like this, except in text form. If you like me rambling and recurring on myself and saying the same thing over and over again, you're going to love the discord. That's <laughs> that's it all day, every day. Um, Good good times, fun people and we have a, we have a good time over there so come join us.
0: Yeah so please join the discord click the link. Uh, you can follow us on social media at Talking SmackPod on all the platforms of your choice blue Sky media, uh, Instagram threads, Hive social post news, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok and Lonnie's website. You can email us your thoughts, question reviews, comments, concerns, whatever you may have uh, to tsmackpod at gmail.com. You can also thank Leo Allen for this wonderful music you're hearing right now. You can thank Beppo for our original avatars and Rich Whale Studios for our Ricky avatar. Please like, subscribe, rate, review on your podcatcher of choice. But most importantly, thanks everyone for listening. And we are in the throes of holidays, so let's say it. Happy holidays, and we will see you next week for our review of Rebel Moon Part 1.
1: I say Merry Christmas.
0: <laughs> To those who celebrate, yes.
1: Back in my day, it was "Merry Christmas," and I can't even say that anymore. Today's woke culture. <laughs>
0: go woke go broke is that why we've never made money yet is because we're too woke that must that must be it it has to be i don't see any other reason why it would be you know it's not woke it. star trek which you should watch
1: i don't know computes Star Trek is well.